Hey, what's up? It's FX2. Thank you for joining me on another episode of A Murder of Musicians. The first podcast for artists by artists and collaborative network that is A Murder of Musicians. Anyway, I'd like to first off say thank you to FX2 Studios for a successful first episode. Thank you so much, and thank you all listeners out there who participated in sending me hate mail. I really enjoyed it. If you didn't get a chance, it's a murder of musicians at gmail.com. Please send your hate. I love reading it. That's my own account. I love reading the emails. If you choose to maybe do something inspirational, though, or tell a little bit about yourself and include your brand along with that, I might just read the email on air. So hint, hint, wink, wink, free, free, free opportunity to promote yourself once again. And finally... If you did not notice, there was music playing in the beginning of this episode, then you need your ears checked. But if you did hear that music playing, you might be wondering who it was. I'm not going to tell you who that was, because that would be wrong. What I'm going to do, though, in the future is allow you to send in your tracks to that same email address. And if you're already a member of the collective, then you then have an opportunity to have your music played in the beginning of an upcoming episode for free. Hint, hint, wink, wink, for free. There you go. Two and a half minutes into the second show, and I just gave you three opportunities to promote yourself for free. You want another one? Once you join the collective, you get to put up flyers, almost like classifieds, in our community bulletin board. So if you're looking for a vocalist or a beat maker to collaborate with, say it. If you have an album coming out, say it. You know, do some digital art. Send us a picture and we'll post it. Hint, hint, wink, wink, for free. Finally, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you can have your track listed along with others that are from the community on the best of the best playlist, A Murder of Musicians on SoundCloud Pro. Now, this is a service that FX2 Studios pays for that we're giving you an opportunity to be part of for free. Hint, hint, wink, wink, for free. So what is that? Five free promotional opportunities within the first four minutes of this second episode. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a used car salesman right now. That's why I just had to pause because... You could come on down and get this for free. 
No, it really is what we strive to bring to you is just a all-inclusive type of collective community where we help each other out and we're not making money off of each other because there's plenty of people out there that are willing to spend money on our brand. We shouldn't be spending money on each other's brands because the money then goes nowhere. You see, we all can't be giving each other money here and there and there and there and here. We need to be taking money from other people. So join the collective, go to the websites, sign up. It's free. It's very quick and easy. You just need an email address. Become part of the collective and then you'll have the opportunity for all these free ways of promoting yourself immediately. I mean, come on now. If that doesn't entice you to sign up, I don't know what will besides like free gift cards or some shit. Like if you want me to buy you a cup of coffee so before you sign up, email me and maybe I, I will, you know, because I, I want people to sign up for this because... It's going to be something huge. It's going to be transformational in ways that we can't imagine right now because it's so much of a blossoming flower, so to speak, that it's unpredictable to really see where this is going to lead it's definitely going to allow people to level up, level up professionally. That is one of my big takeaways from all these episodes that I want you to have is level up whenever possible. So by joining the collective, you know, you're leveling up, you're joining a collaborative community of other musicians who are looking to do the same things that you are. So why not work together? Why not have a landing spot or a ground zero for today's dopest producers and vocalists out there? That's where this idea really originated from. Now today's episode, we're going to talk about getting connected. And getting connected in the music industry has changed tremendously over the years. I came up in 1995. I was a guitarist in a hardcore genre band, which is like heavy metal, speed metal type music. Usually the type of music that produces mosh pits. For you millennials out there, look it up YouTube or Wikipedia. A mosh pit was a form of, they used to call it slam dancing. You'd slam into each other and then it turned into like almost violent strikes and punches and kicks to each other. But all in good fun, not malicious. If someone fell... Everyone would stop, gather around them, and make sure no one got stepped on. If someone's shoe fell off, someone else would grab it and hold it up so that when you got out of the mosh pit, realizing you lost a shoe, all you needed to do was look up 
and someone would be holding it for you. That's a community. That's where I started in music. And I loved it. There's no community out there right now like that. Sure, the hip-hop community is together, right? But are they really? Are you able to get on the phone with Drake? Or with Ye? Nah, I didn't think so. But, you know, here in the collective, it's a collaboration of other artists that are striving to level up. So join today and see what benefits really prosper from a simple, I don't know, 15 seconds of work. You know me. I don't like to waste time. That is not a waste of time. That is probably one of the smartest things you can do with your time. And it's a way to start to get connected. So back when I was performing as a guitarist, we didn't have musical or social media platforms like there are now today, like AudioMac, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes. None of that existed. Twitter didn't exist. Instagram didn't exist. We had MySpace and MySpace Music, which was hilarious. And I remember one of the biggest problems that my band faced at the time was through my own mistake of using a period in the email address for our group. Now, I know that it was AOL.com. I forget what the actual title was of the, or the name of the website, uh, the email address was, but I included a period in the middle of two words. So whenever it was spoken to someone, it would be, you know, such and such dot such and such at AOL.com. And it would just throw everybody for a loop because no one would know if I meant the word dot or I was talking about a period or just some random word that was spoken. I don't know, but that's why I want to really address the issue of having a solid email address. Now, ours is a murder of musicians at gmail.com. If you have more of a common brand name, it might be harder for you to get that as an email address on Gmail or Outlook. But there are many other email providers out there. Some you can even with a nominal fee, you could pay for or whatever and get your brand spelled out exactly how you need it spelled out at whatever their service is. So that's what you really need to do as a starting point for getting connected. Next, I like to just kind of brainstorm ways in which I would like to promote by imagining that I have someone sitting across from me, like an avatar, right? I try to make eye contact with that imaginary avatar and tell them about my potential posting on Instagram or Twitter or wherever. 
and I watch for the reactions. And if they're not overwhelmingly acceptant, then I don't post it. But you want to be doing that all the time. Whenever you're making a post, whenever you're making an email address name, talk to your avatar, that imaginary figure that's an extension of you that will give you feedback, honestly, about whether or not you should be using this on social media or on the internet in general because it becomes part of your digital resume. And I know that digital resumes follow you around. So it's very, very important not to fuck around and make any mistakes along the way. First, get an email address. Spell your name out the way you want it spelt. And then at whatever it is dot com. The easiest way to do this is if you have a website. With website purchases today, domain names anyway, they usually come with free professional emails. That is the way to go. I mean, you can reach fresh at djfreshfrosh.com or owl who does the scouting at djfreshfrosh.com. So these are different ways that you can get your brand or your band name as an email address and that email address becomes your core for connections you can take that email address and now you can pick a platform to start and that's exactly what you want to do and you might be saying fuck i have a lot of stuff up there already on instagram or twitter or facebook or wherever What am I to do? Well, you start another account with that new email address and then you tell your followers to start following you there. Simple as that. You backtrack a little bit. It takes a little bit of, you know, persuading for people just to follow something else or you just tag yourself in every one of your posts. What this does, it gives you an opportunity also to design your own type of tiles in Instagram or, you know, stories in Facebook in a way that is going to be methodical, in a way that is consistent, that people can look at as one great big whole as opposed to separate little parts, right? So now, with a brand new email address and a brand new account on Instagram, you can start posting. But don't just blindly post. My advice is to do your homework by looking at every post that you can find of someone you respect in the music industry. Big names, verified, blue ticks. See the format. See the way they do things. See how many hashtags they use. See what hashtags they use. See how they format their posts and copy it. 
It's not plagiarism. It's not plagiarism to copy a format. So, if you're not following the format that all of these professionals are, you're not going to get noticed and you won't be able to connect with other artists. Plain and simple. So you need those posts, first of all, to be like the other posts that are getting the most engagement. You see the most comments on posts that are asking a question to the audience. You're being engaging with your audience. So maybe you have a new track and you give the audience, you know, the opportunity to pick between two different titles for that track. So what's going to happen there? You're going to have people listening to the track and thinking about which one of these names is better. And then lo and behold, they may just comment and say this one. So now you have engagement. You had people staying on your particular post for the duration of the song. You have them commenting. You can even have them repost it. These are ways to start getting connected to networks that exist out there for other musicians. Now, I'd like to say that a murder of musicians is the best network out there for musicians, but I cannot honestly say that because I don't know how many different collectives there are. I don't think there are there uh, that many, and I know that there aren't any that are 100% free like ours is. So sign up today and start submitting tracks to us for the playlist. Let's get your name up there. Let's get some listens. Let's get some fans to like your music. Think about that. If you get someone to like the track on our playlist, you know what that's going to do? That's going to tell me that I'm going to feature you again next month, too. Wow. Did I just say that? So I said it aloud. So now it's written in stone or, you know, digital stone for that matter. <laughs> if you get the most likes on the playlist that we have from our members community, you will automatically be on the following month's playlist as a featured artist. I'm sticking to it. That's another free promotional opportunity. Hint, hint, wink, wink. What the hell are you doing? Not joining the collective. I can't think of another way to start out as a musician in this digital chaos that is social media without having some type of community backing you. Joining our community 
you're joining up forces with real legitimate semi-professional to professional musicians who are passionate about their craft and their art and are willing to give tips and help out others and promote music for other people and communicate, you name it, you know, it's going to happen. And now is the time to really jump aboard the ship, so to speak, because everything is free, 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 free. Hint, hint, wink, wink. It's free. So I just wanted to also say that this show episode number two about getting connected has to do a lot with how you're going to be viewed online from others. So people look at your profile and they automatically will make a judgment call, whether or not you're a great musician or marketing person or whatever, whatever. People are judgmental let's face it. So it's wise to backtrack, even if you have an Instagram account or Facebook or whatever, and redo it. You know, it's not a waste of time if you do it right. Uh, But I don't want to go back and post all those tracks again, and all those things. And what about my life? Who the fuck cares? Just do it right and do it correctly. And I guarantee you that the engagement numbers will skyrocket for you if you start formatting even your flyer posts for instagram correctly your likes will increase so here's another little story when i first started out on instagram i didn't know that there was a difference between the size of a post and the size of a story as far as the uh, visual imagery was concerned. So when I was setting up the canvas, you know, I set up my post canvas to a basic 1080, 1080, and it looked beautiful on Instagram. And then I wanted to do the same one for Instagram stories, I believe. And stories is weird because it takes your image and kind of cuts the sides off and extends it up and down oh it's coming to me now i think i can remember it's yes 1080 by 1920 pixels for instagram stories and then it changes i mean you ever try to do a facebook cover holy shit it's like the thinnest thing in the world i think i think the width is only 800 or 820 something like that the height is like 300 it's crazy crazy and then you know you you look at a facebook profile and that's like 360 360 so throughout all of these different social media platforms you have different formatted ratios for your visual representations you need to know this write it down keep it next to you where you have all your viable information and stick to it okay so if you guys were wondering once more i'll give you all of the 
sizes right now. So grab a pen and paper if that's what you do. If you are an Evernoter, a OneNoter, or one driver, pull it up. Pull up your notepad. Here we go. Instagram posts. Ready? 1080 by 1080. And these are pixels. Width first, then height. 1080, 1080. Instagram story. Width 1080. Height 1920. Facebook cover. 820 is the width. 312 is the height. Facebook profile. 360 width by 360 height. And finally, Twitter. Width of 1080, height of 608. And that's it. That's really what you need to know. If you're putting anything up on the web, try to do it 1280 by 1024. That's usually a standard if you're going to do 4k so if your images are 4k quality i believe that the canvas yes is 4096 so it's 4096 width by 2160 so those are all the ratios that you can incorporate with your posts and i hope that helps you because it definitely helped me as soon as i started formatting the pictures correctly my engagement numbers started to skyrocket and it's just as simple as that and you look back at the time that was wasted on all these posts that got chopped off you know halfway through doesn't include a name or a website you know were done improperly you know a post that didn't have the correct hashtags that was huge and hashtags is another way to get connected. Now, especially on Instagram. Instagram has the hashtag feature to, as a searchable feature. So you can search hashtags and then you can follow them. So I would advise that whenever you're posting, you include a hashtag of your own, maybe your brand name. If it isn't a hashtag already and always use that and then eventually people can just follow that hashtag and they'll follow all of the stuff that you put up and then I would also suggest that if you are doing hashtags be very diverse with what you're including sometimes I'll just put a random city in like hashtag San Diego you know, and I'm in New York, so maybe people in San Diego start, you know, becoming fans of the audience just because of that hashtag. You don't know. Experiment. Try to find different ways to get yourself noticed, to gain visibility, and to get connected. And what I want to close with today's episode 
is a little bit more involved with the connection portion of the show, which is creating what's called a link tree. And Linktree is a brand, linktree.com. And if you're not familiar with it, it's very popular on Instagram, which is why I'm going to explain it now. It's a way to include all of your hyperlinks, which are your social media links, your email address, your website if you have one, you know, your BeatStar account, your SoundCloud account, your Spotify account, whatever it is, they have created a landing page with action buttons for all your links. You can upload your own artwork for each one, title it and describe it. Um, that's a free service. Hint, hint, wink, wink, wink. Free, free, free service. I really really advise that you have a link tree set up unless you have your own website don't include just a random email do the link tree even if it's only opening up to an email you don't want your email address up there in your profile let's remember that we are always striving to level up and increase our professionalism so i'll leave you all with that close out this second episode and i hope that you guys have gained a little bit more knowledge today than you did yesterday or the day before that and it helps your brand get more exposure and become more recognizable because that's why we're doing this a murder of musicians is for you. You people out there, you musicians and music producers and singer-songwriters, this is a way to get involved for free. Hint, hint, wink, wink, for free. Don't disappoint me. Send the emails, the hate mails rather, to... A murder of mysteries. Uh, did I just say a murder of mysteries? My mistake. So there you go. You could start right there with some crazy email. I'm not even going to edit this out. I want to keep it in there. You can use that as ammunition to start your email hate campaign. Sent to a murder of musicians at gmail.com. And don't forget, always check out djfreshfrosh.com, fx2studios.com, and find out what we're doing in the world today. Actually, no, that's not what you'll find out, but you will get some good advice and you will start to increase your networking. And that's why we're here. We're going to help you create a better network. And more opportunities will definitely come as you start leveling up. So once again, thank you for joining me on A Murder of Musicians. It's been wonderful. I'm FX2, your host, and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Till then, stay cool.